Good morning, Windsor Road. How are we doing? We having fun today? Are we excited to be here? My name is Quebec Song, and if you don't know who I am, I am a trainer here in town. I train uh, group fitness classes here in town at a, at a company I call Infinite CU. And today, the theme is training. And so, and I've been working with the kindergartners, too, for about the last six months. And so, they thought, what a better way to do training uh, theme than to have a trainer come in and whip a couple guys in shape. So, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do my best to try to get these two guys in shape and, and train them the correct way to get physically fit. So, let's go ahead and bring out our trainees right now. Give them a round of applause. Come on out. Come on, guys. All right, we have Justin here. All right, guys. Uh, Justin and Royd, give them a round of applause again. They're going to be getting shaped today. Now, they told me they wanted me to take them from, Fa- from Flabio to Fabio, okay? So, so that's what I'm working on. So, let's trade. let's trade arms like Mr. Potato Head. Let's trade. You, well, you, you got hey, you got to earn these arms, man. You can't, you know. <laughs> so we're gonna do a little training, okay? But first off, what do you guys? What's up with the cell phones? There's like a really cool app that's telling me that I've got to train now. Well, you, but I gotta text back to somebody first. Can I text them first? I'm about to start. No, no. Put the phones away, guys. <laughs> we're here to train and work out. We're not here. To th- Why are you guys texting each other? You guys are right there. You can talk to each other. <laughs> Put the, put the phones away. Put the phones away, guys, all right? <laughs> all right, sorry, selfie. Um, all right, so the first one we're going to do, we're going to work on the lower body, okay? We're going to get our legs going, all right? You can't, it's not, you can't just work the upper body, okay? You've got to work the legs, too. So first, we're going to practice just a basic move. We're going to do what's called a squat together, okay? All right, you might have heard of these. So go ahead and face this way. Stretch it out a little bit. All right, guys. So... I want you to sit back, put your weight through your heels, and try to get your legs at a 90-degree angle. Don't come up on your toes, though. Put the weight through the heels, all right? Here we go. One, two, squat. And up. <laughs> all right, all right, let's try it. You're not supposed to watch me. You're supposed to actually do the workout, too, okay? No, 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 no. We're doing good. You can't get fit by just watching somebody else work out, all right, by the way. All right, here we go. Ready? And <laughs> Squat. Down and up. Come on, let me help you. Are you okay? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I feel the burn. I feel the burn. All right. Let's do it again. All right, here we go. Squat. And up. All right. Up. This time, I want you guys to add a jump at the top. So I want you to squat down, and as you come up, add a jump. All right? Piece of cake. (laughs) (laughs) All right, come on, here we go. Ready, squat, and jump. (laughs) Man, I tell you what. It's going to be a long service, guys. Look. All right, hey, let's take five. I want you guys to go back there. We're going to talk about this. We're going to come back out here and train again later. No cell phones next time, all right? All right, give these guys a round.
Well, good morning again, and welcome to Windsor Road. My name is Jason Weatherholt. I'm the Family Life Minister. And uh, we try to do these about once, uh, once every year in the spring. We love to have just a family worship day. It's just fun to be together, kind of be reminded of, uh, of, of multi-generations worshiping together and what our family ministry does and all that kind of stuff. So we're just very excited you're here. Now, we thought we'd kick off today in our little training idea uh, with kind of helping you get trained just a little bit. And if you'll look under your chair, there are some orange cards. There are four orange cards in the room. Now, not the white envelopes. Nope, not the white envelopes on the floor. There'd be orange cards stuck to your chair somewhere. Orange cards stuck to your chair. Now, there are white manufacturer's labels stuck to your chair. Please don't take that. We've done that game before, and it didn't work well. If you've got a white card, white, I'm sorry, not white, white's the wrong one. If you've got an orange card, orange card, hold it up. Come on up, come on up. You got an orange one? Hunter, you got one too? Nice. Come on up, guys. Hi. Oh, thank you. All right. You hold it for one sec. Can you hold it? Here, turn around and look. All right. So what do we have here? Oh, we got two number ones. Hey, you're both number one. Look at that. Isn't that awesome? All right. Now, if you're... Oh, we got one more. What's up, Jeremiah? Okay. Now, we believe if you're going to train, right, you know, you got to eat right, you got to study, you got to do everything that it takes to train right. So we have, uh, we have some gift cards here to help you out. And uh, we'll let you go first since you're... Well, I mean, let's be honest, you're just a lot better looking than Hunter, right? So you can be number one. You're number two. You go next, okay? Gotcha. All right. So here's what I have. I've got some gift cards here. I've got uh, Papa Murphy's so that you can eat right, you know, with pizza. Um, I got Starbucks so you can sit and think about whatever your next race is ahead. We've got um, uh, uh, Savoy 16 Movie Theater so that you, you know, can go see a movie about training. And then a couple for uh, uh, Orchard Lanes Bowling. What would you like? What would you... Which one of those do you want? You take that, Savoy 16, that's a good idea. All right, well done, you can come on over here. Good job. How about you, Hunter? What would you like? Oh, he takes Orchard Lanes. All right, sweetheart, you just look great today. I love your dress, it's beautiful. You're welcome. Okay, do you like to go bowling with mom, or do you like to go to Starbucks and get something yummy, or do you like pizza? What do you like? You like pizza? I like pizza too. That's awesome. Well done. Good job. How did we get? How did they? I think these. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to owe uh, uh, one of you one. Oh, here you go. Well, the Lush and Men will take one together. How's that, right? Okay. Good job. Well done for you too. All right. What do you have? You got four? You got four? All right. Do you want to go bowling or do you want to go to Starbucks? This is what I think, too. Every, every day when I come to the office, I think the same thing. Today, do I want to go bowling or do I want to go to Starbucks? You want to go bowling? You don't want to do either of them? That seems reasonable. You can't plan for these things, can you? How about you, little boy? Do you want to go? Do you want to do both? I, I, now I can give one back to uh, Jay over there. So you, you like, go you're going to go bowling? Yeah, you are. All right. Great job. Good job. <laughs> All right. 
Well, like I said, welcome to Windsor Road. We're just so very glad that you are here today. And uh, we want to have you uh, stand up and say hi to a few people around you. And why don't you tell them what your favorite sport is? You know, we got the Olympics going on. Maybe like you, maybe like me, you're just glued to curling. You can't do anything else. But say hi to a couple people around you. Well, good morning again. My name is Kristen Van Dyne. I am the early childhood coordinator here at Windsor Road. And one of the things that I really love about being part of the family life team is how much we really are a team. And I mean that both in the sense that we work together as colleagues and help each other out whenever we're having issues, but also in the sense that we really see ourselves and our individual ministries as interconnected. We want to provide a coherent experience for our children all the way from the nursery up through high school. And one of the ways that we do that is by coming back to the same basic principles throughout the years. We want to help train our kids in wonder, discovery, and passion. In the preschool years, we focus mostly on the wonder aspect. By the time the kids leave us when they're heading into kindergarten, we want them to be amazed with the wonder of their Heavenly Father and how much he loves them. And we want them to come away with a deeply internalized truth that God is big enough to handle whatever they will face any time in their life. So Jason asked me to speak a little bit about wonder this morning, and I started thinking about, well... How did my sense of wonder about God develop? I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, and we had a pretty comfortable but very insulated life. Uh, Mostly we stayed in about a three-suburb radius of our house, and a couple times a year we'd pile into the station wagon and drive into the city, and we'd look at the store windows at Christmas time, or we'd go to a White Sox game in the summer, and that was about it. And most people that I knew lived pretty much the same life. But then one day, when I was about seven, a missionary came to my church. And I don't remember all or even most of the details, but one story has stuck with me throughout the years. Uh, He had spent the better part of the last 20 years somewhere in Africa. The exact location is one of those details I don't quite remember. And he started his talk by telling us about his first few days. He had been walking around the village, pointing at things, asking people, you know, what is that? And trying to get them to give him an answer. But no matter what he pointed to, and no matter who he talked to, they always said the same word. And he was just so frustrated. He couldn't figure out, you know, why won't they tell me anything? Are they calling me a name that I don't understand? What is going on? And eventually he realized that the culture that he had come into didn't point with their finger. They pointed with their lips. So when he was holding his finger out in the air, everyone kept telling him what the word for finger was because they thought that's what he wanted to know. And so he told us this as just kind of a funny opener for his talk, but I remember just thinking it was incredible. How could people in another place be so different from me that they didn't even use the same body part to point at things? And he kept talking about the village that he had lived in and the people that he had lived there and the types of lives they lived. And I was just in awe the whole time. I had never realized that the world was so big and so diverse. And as he started talking about sharing the gospel and starting a church, it dawned on me that my God was their God. And for the first time, I realized that God was bigger than the suburbs, Now, as cool of an experience as that was for me, what happened next was even cooler. My Sunday school teacher that year was Mrs. Novecki, 
And she decided to follow up that visit with a unit on how different cultures worship God. And so for the next few weeks, we would take a country and we would talk about Christians in that country. And so we did a unit on Christians in Tibet and we did Christians in Brazil. And it was just so cool to learn about these people in different places and learn how their worship looked so different from ours, but that we were all worshiping the same God. I started to see that there was a lot more to God than I had unknown to that point or could even really comprehend as a seven-year-old at that point. But I got my first glimpse of the God of Isaiah 37, 16. Oh, Lord of hosts, God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms on the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Not only did God know these people, but he made these people. And that totally blew my mind. Now, it's kind of fun for me in my job now to be on the other side of that sense of wonder. I love working with our preschoolers and seeing them develop their wonder about a God who's bigger than their imaginations. This past month, January, in Road Raleigh Jr., we did a different miracle of Jesus each week. And it was really fun to watch some of the kids. Some of them just flat out refused to believe that these stories could be true. They're just like, no, no one can walk on water. That's crazy talk. And so they just, you know, were like, you're a crazy person. And some of them would just kind of accept what I said and said, okay, Jesus walked on water, whatever. And then some of them, you could see them kind of thinking about it. And they would think, and you could watch that wonder start to dawn on them as they thought, whoa, that is so cool. God is so cool. And it's really fun to watch them go through that process. Our memory verse for that month was, with God, all things are possible. And for some of our kids, that's something they're starting to believe. And it's a really amazing thing to watch that happen. All right. How's it going, everybody? We're going to try another round to get these guys in shape, so uh, we'll see what we can. We're tossing out some sweatbands, some headbands. Remember, these sweatbands that we're tossing out, they're not just for looking cool, okay? You're actually supposed to use them while you work out, okay? Take up sweat. All right. We're going to do another workout. What do you guys think about that? It doesn't matter what you think. (laughs) All right? All right, here we go. Oh, wait. Are you guys eating candy? No. <laughs> no. What is that? Candy? What is that? Starburst came out with energy squares. Aren't these awesome? Let me see. <laughs> this is, no, this is. I hear if you eat during is, the workout, you feel more energy. No, these, yeah. are, these are called sugar squares and called, give you a lot of extra pound squares, okay? No, no, we're not, we're not going to use these guys. No Starburst, all right? Come on. No, you didn't bring your cell phones, did you? No, no, no cell phones. All right, all right. No. No Starburst. We're going to have to have a talk about nutrition after this. Okay, guys? All right. So, next move we're going to do, leave the candy alone, is stink drills, okay? So, I want you to go back to your football playing days. You played football, right? No? No. <laughs> on, the, on the game? Oh, no, that's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sim- similar to that, but we're going to do this in real life, okay? Believe it or not. All right? We're going to actually move our re- actual bodies. Not a computer screen, okay? Okay. All right. So the first move I want you guys to do is set. So get down like you're on the offensive line, all right? Set. Oh, <laughs> Peyton Manning fans in the house, all right? Well, I'm talking about steaks. <laughs> oh, the ste- okay. All right. 
All right, here we go. Set. Run in place. Come on, come on, come on. Run it, run it, run it. Faster. High knees. Get it moving, get it moving, get it moving. Set. I said run in place, not dance. <laughs> run in place. Go, 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 go. Come on, come on. Did you say dance? Set. Oh. All right, all right. <laughs> See? Did you stretch beforehand? Come on, come on. Get back up. Here we go. Stretch your forehand? No. I do. I kind of like stretch forehand. All right, hey, hey. Focus, guys. Focus, all right? Here we go. Set. We're going to jump. Now, ready? Jump. Set. Jump. Now jumping jacks. Go, go, go. What the? What is with all this candy? What is wrong? Oh, my. What candy? Look, if you. Energy squares. Energy squares. You guys are just negating the whole workout. All right. Both you guys down in push-up position. You guys owe me for that candy. Get down. Start doing some push-ups. Let's go. Let's go. Push-ups, Justin. Come on. Get him going. Push up. Come on. And down. Get up. Come on. Get up. And down. Justin, are you crying? Are you crying right here in front of everybody? Are you crying? Do you need a hug? No, I don't need a hug. I need some energy squares. Is your mom out there? You want me to get her? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Put that, put that down. All right. All right, both of you guys, get up, get up, get up. Obviously, we got some more work to do. These guys just aren't learning. We're going to go back talk about this. I'm going to make you watch like Rudy or something. All right. Get back there. Get back there. Leave the candy alone. Don't touch it. Come on. All right. Well, my name is Justin Craig. I am the children's ministry director here at Windsor Road. So that means I get to hang out with our kindergarten through fourth graders every week. Where are my kindergarten and fourth graders at? Anybody? Yeah? That was pathetic. Let's try it again. Where are our kindergarten through fourth graders at? That was a little bit better. I heard some adults yelling too, so may need to talk about that after church. Try and move this out here. If you guys have your Bibles, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 for just a few brief moments. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In the uh, Bibles in front of you, that is page 957. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation this morning. So it'll be, there it is, up on our screen. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Paul says this, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Now, I remember when I was eight years old, uh, there was a guy that preached a sermon on the conversion of Saul to Paul, and I'm like, man, if, if, God, can, if God can work through that guy, I mean, he can, he can fix my mistakes, right? He can, 
he can help me. So I remember having a conversation with my dad. I grew up Christian home. My dad has been an ordained minister for as long as I can remember. So I sat down with dad and I said, dad, I really think I want to be baptized. I, I want to make this commitment. And I remember sitting there in the big red chair in our living room and dad just having this, this great conversation with me about what that really means. I ended up getting baptized, and, and I remember sitting there watching all my friends and family cheer as, as I came out of the water, and I was made new. But there was something that was missing. You see, it wasn't until early high school that somebody told me that if I wanted to have a relationship with Jesus, that I needed to have interaction with Jesus. See, I didn't know how important a devotional life was until I was in early high school through a CIY conference, through our new youth pastor at our church, they helped me see that, that if I wanted to have a relationship with Jesus, I needed to have interaction with him. I needed to be in his word. I needed to be speaking with him and listening to him speak to me. Because I knew that at some point in my life, there would be a time when my faith would come to a challenge. But I would be confident and I would know how to respond because I had been discovering who Jesus is and who I am in Jesus. Every once in a while upstairs, kindergarten through fourth grade, I like to refocus our, our energy. I like to refocus our volunteers and myself and make sure that our curriculum is aligning with what we want to teach. And so we ask this question of what if our children were inspired to pursue a lifestyle of discovery? See, Kristen came out and talked about wonder, and, and that's, that's, that's awesome, and I love being in awe of God. And our kids are entering into an age where they are discovering their world. They're going into schools. They're, they're going into different clubs. They're, they're at the YMCA with all kinds of different kids, and they're starting to discover that the world isn't just what we thought it was. They're starting to discover more about this world, about their friends. And so at this critical point where they are discovering these things, we want them to be discovering Jesus loudest. You see, these things, as we want to develop a lifestyle of discovery, we want to develop a lifestyle in wondering and passion as well because these are not things that we can accomplish. These are not a checklist for us. These are things that we must pursue the same way that Christ pursued them. See, we want to be inspiring and teaching and training our kids to discover who Christ is and who they are in Christ because they will be involved in a battle at some point. We train because we know we are going to be challenged. We know a couple of things about Satan. We know one of the things is that he's already lost, okay? That's, that's an awesome victory that Christ has for us. The other thing that we know about Satan is that he is not a quitter, he will keep coming after us and attacking us, trying to drag us back into temptation and drag us back into sin. And so we train because we know we will be challenged, challenged by fear, challenged by worry, challenged by disbelief, maybe challenged by our job, challenged by our finances, challenged by our families. We will be challenged. We train because we know that we as individuals, as families, and as a church, we will be challenged. And if we go into that challenge untrained, we will be, as Paul describes it in verse 27, disqualified. One of my favorite authors on the planet, his name is Tulian Chavichin. He's actually Billy Graham's grandson. He just wrote a book recently called One Way Love. And I love what he says in here. He says, because Jesus paid it all, we are free from the need to do it all. 
Our identity, worth, and value are not anchored in what we accomplish, but in what Jesus accomplished for us. See, the question becomes for us, not where are we training or how are we training, but who are we training with? Because if we are simply training with ourselves, we're training with the wrong person because I'm going to screw it up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to trip and fall. So let us be training with Jesus who has already won the race. Let's pray. God, thank you so much just for your son. Thank you for destroying what we deserve. God, thank you for always being there for us. God, when we trip and fall and we make mistakes, God, help us to develop lifestyles of wonder, discovery, and passion. God, help us as individuals, from the youngest kids to the, to the oldest adults, Help us to be developing lifestyles of wonder and discovery and passion in the same way, in the same avenue that Jesus did that. God, we pray for your divine intervention in our lives. God, give us your strength to train with you, the one who has already won. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this morning. Uh, it's always just fun for us, even, you know, the little things like the rustle of papers and, uh, you know, the, the sounds of plastic and the, and the voices of the kids and everything else. It's just fun. It's fun to come in here together, just have multi-generational worship, just enjoy some time. And uh, we have another fun element here coming up in a minute that we think you'll enjoy as well. But before we do that, I just kind of want to bring everything together for us, all right? I just kind of want to wrap things up. Now, if, uh, if you're anything like me, there are two hobbies that I just absolutely love in the world, okay? If I'm not working, spend time with family, I, chances are I'm spending time in one of these two hobbies. Two things I just love to do are sports and music, all right? I just absolutely love sports and music, and as much as we can goof around with family life staff and do those things together, we love it, all right? Sports and music, but if you've spent any time doing either of those things, you know to get good at them, it requires training, right? It requires a lot of hard work. I mean, let's be honest, you know, uh, Bruno Mars did not just like fall out of the sky able to sing and dance the way that he does, right? Though if you saw him at the Super Bowl halftime, I mean, it kind of looks like it, as incredible as he is. It took hard work, you know, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, when they do plug in their instruments, you know, they, they show off an impressive amount of skill, right? For people who are at the top of their game, it takes a lot of work to get where they are. It takes training to get good and it takes training to stay good. And the same thing is true when it comes to our spiritual lives. It takes work for us to get to know God, and it takes work to get to know Him better along the way throughout our lives. Now, we've got a race that's coming up here in a couple months, right, in Champaign. You know, we've got this little thing we call the Illinois Marathon. And and imagine, you know, imagine if you're going to get ready for the marathon, and you start training a whole year out, and you're running, and you're eating right, and you're preparing yourself and all that, you go, you, you, know, you run in your first marathon, you have an incredible time, you finish well, all that. You get done and you say, now I'm a marathon runner, right? You know, I mean, I'm a marathoner, I have some incredible skill here. And so the only thing I'm going to do to prepare for the marathon in 2015 is sign up for it, right? You know, because I'm a marathoner, right? Now, probably what's going to happen in that situation is that hopefully 
some medical staff person is going to find you out there on mile 5 or mile 8 or mile 10, and they're going to help get you to the hospital, get some help, right? Because you don't just become a marathoner and then just run them forever and you're fine. You have to continue training over and over and over again. And the same is true in our spiritual lives. What's more, God has gifted you to help train others. And maybe it's small group leadership, or maybe it's uh, worship band time, or, or maybe it's greeting out in the lobby or somewhere else. The question is, how are you helping to train others in their spiritual lives? And part of us having these fun family ministry days where we get together like this, part of us is offering an opportunity to say, if you want to get involved in family life ministry, we would love to talk to you about that. That is a great place for you to help train a generation so that they would know God the way you do, so that they might go and share with others in the future. It's just an incredible opportunity. Here this spring, it's going to be neat here at Windsor Road, all right? Uh, We are just a couple months away from breaking ground on a new children's ministry expansion, and it's going to go kind of over there uh, where the offices are and out into the parking lot. It's just going to be just an incredible opportunity for our church uh, we are just blown away, really, really excited about it. New space for Road Rally, Road Rally Junior, um, would allow us to take more space in our lobby to do some hospitality and welcoming things. We're going to really do some major upgrades to our teen space. It's just going to be a, a, just an incredible time for us as a church. And just imagine, I mean, imagine uh, places where, you know, the space is designed just for a kid to hear about Jesus. Imagine a place where parents can come during the week and just have a cup of coffee while their kids play on a playground. Imagine space designed just for teens. Imagine kids dragging their parents to church because they want to come and learn each week. Those are the kinds of things that we are so looking forward to with everything that is happening here. Our family life ministry is all about equipping families to pursue Christ together. Okay, equipping families to pursue Christ together. That is all that we want to do, and that is all that we are about. And, and as we've been through this all-in season, and as, as people have made just unbelievably, just generous, generous uh, uh, commitments to what they will be giving over the next couple of years, that was kind of step one, right? For us to release some of our finances, for us to be willing to trust God in the midst of that. Step two is for us to be willing to trust God with our lives and our time. For us to be willing to pray for ministries that are going on around here. And for us to be willing to serve in those ministries. So if if you're interested in that, we've got cards that were probably in the seats here when you came in. Uh, There are some family life serving cards. And on those cards are just some opportunities uh, if you want to get involved. Ways that you can uh, be a part of what's going on in our ministry. There are opportunities all the way from people who help uh, us greet on Sunday. Because they say, hey, I am not a teacher. I'm not going to be teaching a class all the way up through people who lead small groups and are there on a regular basis week in and week out. Uh, and as you can imagine, the opportunities on those cards are just, just kind of a sample. If you, have, if you have a heart for a generation coming to know Christ, for being trained up in Him, then write, you know, fill out the card and we will help find the right place for you to serve. Uh, we can figure that out later. But we just want to give you that opportunity. And we want to ask you to join in this journey that we have of training a generation. Now, we need some help here. The first person in each row here on the aisles uh, will have an envelope under their chair, down on the floor. These are the ones we told you you couldn't mess with earlier. But by the sound of the room, I think some already have. In those, you will find some whistles. All right? Now, don't blow the whistles. 
or you'll get to see me angry. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Don't blow the whistles quite yet. I promise you'll have an opportunity to do that here in a minute. So go ahead and help pass out the whistles among your row. You put that whistle around your neck. You'll be in the official trainee program. All right. I promise, I promise you'll get to blow the whistle soon. I know. It's, the, it's all the grown-ups who are looking at me with their big eyes like, come on, man, please let me blow the whistle. All the teenagers are being fine. It's the grown-ups that are a problem, right? All right, here's the thing. Shh. Training is essential for success. If we want to succeed, we must train. If we want to know God better, we must train our relationship with God. If we want to share Christ with a generation, we have got to train them. And we would like you to take this whistle home today as a reminder to ask yourself, who am I training? Who am I helping in their relationship with God to train up along the way? Now let's pray together. God, you are amazing. God, you give us an opportunity to be involved in telling your story to the world. God, you didn't have to use us, but you do. And it's a huge opportunity that we recognize. God, we pray that you would give us boldness when opportunities come to speak your name, that we would tell others about you, that we would talk to others in our schools and in our neighborhoods and in our workplaces and other families. And everywhere we go, we would be training up people who will know you. God, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Get it up there. All right. Never mind. Come on. We're back. All right. We're going to finish this training session strong. I've had these guys back in the back room watching Chuck Norris films, getting ready for this. I think they're ready. Let's show them the gun show. What are we working with, Justin? All right. All right. They're looking good. All right. So we're going to finish the training session, but we need your guys' help for this one, okay? So if we get everybody in the room to stand up right now. All right. Now, if you really want a good workout, you got to have energy and you got to have focus. So we're going to make you all more energized here in about two seconds, okay? So we're all going to do a little breathing exercise, a little warm-up exercise together, okay? Relax your shoulders. You can close your eyes if you want. I recommend it, okay? And we're just going to breathe in. Go ahead. Breathe in and exhale. Let's do that one more time. Inhale in and exhale. One more time. Inhale in and exhale. Now, open your eyes. I don't know if you guys feel any better, but you guys, from standing right here, you guys all look better. So give yourselves a round of applause, okay? (laughs) So we got more energy now. Now, to help these guys out, okay, we're going to play a little game and incorporate that in our workout, okay? Now, we're going to need your guys' interaction as well. So we're going to have a game playing on the screen. They're going to mimic the moves on the screen. And every time you hear me say the word jump, I want you to put the whistle in your mouth and blow, okay? So let's practice. So get your whistle ready. Ready? Jump. Ooh. Hey, Winsorella, that's pretty good. Let's do it one more time. Jump. All right. You guys ready? Yeah! You ready to do this? Start the game. Let's go. Run in place, run in place, jump. Good. And down. Run. Turn left. Down. Jump. Turn right. Jump. 
Oh! One more time. Let's do it one more time. This is called Temple Run, by the way. All right, guys, start running. Come on. Run it out. Run it out. Faster, 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 faster. Jump! Get it going, get it going, get it going, get it going. Run, 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 run. Turn right. Jump! 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 Keep going, keep going. Run, duck! Duck! Left! Keep going and jump! Jump! Yeah. Turn left! Go, go, go! Come on, come on, come on! Come on, come on, come on! Fire and hold that squat! Awesome, awesome! Keep going, keep going! <laughs> And let's jump. <laughs> One more time. And jump. <laughs> all right, last one. Jump. Oh, all right. Woo. How you guys feeling? Give these guys a round of applause. Good job. Good job. All right. Good job. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here today. We hope you had a wonderful time. Have a great week.